Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. Who's popping? Never mind, I'm going to say it. Hi. Hi. Did you guys miss us? I know y'all love to hear just us, but last two episodes we had some guests on, and we got some good feedback. Facts. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm chilling on a mic like this, but you know... I just really needed to take that turn and look at you for a minute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, we haven't had guests in a while. I think it was nice to have. Mm-hmm. And it's fun because it's like, it's not just the... Me and you. Yeah, me and you. We have someone else to give us their point of view, their experience, and, um, you know, just more... Um just more to share right um but i feel like we were so hot and heavy with guests at one point Mm -hmm. and then it was like we went dry Mm -hmm. and kept it between me and you and then we're like let's bring some guests back yeah um for those of you who didn't see last episode last episode we had a returning guest um you know big daddy brenna that's everybody seems to be a lot of people's favorites yeah um and then the episode before that we had Jeanette um Mm -hmm. Jeanette really cool person I know her through work um and luckily I've gotten to you know vibe out with her and create a more personal relationship with her um as a friend and she the episode we had with her she talked about you know coming out to her kid and what it's kind of like as a mother to step into you know a whole new phase of life where it was like you could learn about yourself Mm -hmm. and not have to hide yourself for the sake of your child yeah um so i would check that out um and then the episode we did with brenda was kind of just like talking about the tragedies and the icks of dating right now yeah (laughs) it was some funny shit we chatted about so I would check that out too right after you follow them. <laughs> but um first things first, I love you all. I appreciate you all. I respect you all. You are all valid in all your experiences and you know the things that you have gone through and guess what? You made it to see another day and I hope you're blessed to see another day after that. Um all in all though, I'm actually like scared to say it, (laughs) but um, why are you scared? I don't know, cause it's just like, you know how I'm always like, oh, I'm just scared of the sense of like disappointing people. Yeah, you know, like I know Uh it's the right thing to do, but at the same time, it's just like I don't want to disappoint the people. Yeah, we are going. We are broken up. (laughs) We're going our separate ways. That's it. It's final. I couldn't stand her. She couldn't stand me. Uh, I can't even have a straight face. Right. Um, no. Just kidding. We are not breaking up. You could never, ever be that lucky. Um, however, we are going to take a break. Um, this will be our last episode, not only of the year, um, but coming into 2024, it will... I mean, I guess it's just our last episode. <laughs> we're hoping to return in February. So we're going to take a break. 
from Christmas until February. We're hoping to, for the 5th, but I don't know. Um, so that's going to be six Mondays without us. Without Dara and JoJo. Six, like, Mondays. Damn, you really counted that out. I did. It that was... doesn't sound so bad when you think of it as six Mondays. Six Mondays. I think it is, sounds bad, is, actually. Is, yeah, but six Mondays, you uh-huh. know, when you think about it in terms of Mondays. Yeah. And it's going to fly because the first two were, like, it's Christmas, New Year's, like we're we're with family. I'm going on a trip with my family. Yeah. Joe's gonna be with her family, and then we're having some life changes. So I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it on Patreon or whatever. But everything's still in the works, so we don't know yet. But we're making some changes in our life. Progress. Um. I, I guess. Yeah, like new beginnings, like New Year, New Me. JK, but um, <laughs> I don't even like the term of that. Like using that, I don't like use a, I don't use that because like bitch. Why? First you. of all, if you really wanted a new you, it didn't have to start in a new year. Right? But, you know, whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since we're going through so many life changes, realistically, we just don't have the time. And obviously, we want to give you guys quality content. And we'd rather take a break to, in those six weeks, maybe brainstorm and, like, think about ways that we can come back stronger. And when we come back, it might be a new background. Who knows? (laughs) You know, we're always experimenting. um, But we're going to miss you guys. And I know that it's going to be, like, tragic because I listen to podcasts, right? And when I don't have a podcast, like, if the podcast doesn't, air i'm like what am i gonna listen to like this is part of my routine like and then there's been podcasts who's who are also taking a break or like who stopped um producing episodes like we still like each other and mm-hmm. i'm like who am i gonna listen to now who am i gonna listen who to now? who am i gonna chat with in my yeah. head but don't worry there's a lot of gay podcasts that are coming out y'all like a lot so i mean they're not us but i'm about to say i'm waiting for you to just like you know, put them on to something that I I mean you want me to shout them out? Uh, I don't know. I don't really no. know too many. No, just I mean, I feel like I I, I mean there's it. out there, obviously, uh-huh. but I'm just saying I again I'm not much of a podcasty yeah. listening person. Um, so she would know better than me. But yeah, we need a little bit of time to regroup and regather ourselves, I think, more than anything. So that is Hopefully what we will accomplish on our break. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she said, we'll we'll get back to you guys all nice and strong. Yeah, we're still going to be active on social media, I'm though. We're still going to be active on social media. And we're Patreon. still we're still also going to be on Patreon, so. um, giving you guys like an update, doing vlogs, doing audios, because that's like more low maintenance it doesn't have to be like this big setup with lights and cameras like we could literally do it from our phones um so it's more manageable but if y'all are interested um go to the link in our bio to subscribe to our patreon you can subscribe for as little as 3.99 a month which gives you like access to um our zoom meetings which we do monthly and we kind of just chat with you guys talk about random stuff um but yeah. Yep. All right. So before we get into the episode, we wanted to talk about something real quick. Um, 
we had reposted something on our story that honestly was so, so very disturbing. Um, and it was very sad to see. It was sad to see. It was disgusting to see. It was just all around shameful. It was scary. It, like it brought so many emotions for me that I can only imagine what everyone else feels seeing this video. Yeah. But um, go ahead. I'll let you. <clears throat> so this is what the article says. Transgender woman brutally beaten after LGBTQ party in Wynwood. So Wynwood is in Miami. I love Wynwood. So when I saw this, I was like, what? Like, it's a vibe. I've only had good times there. Um, but somebody DM'd us, and this is what it says. Police are investigating an incident in which a transgender woman and her peer were beaten, knocked out cold, and hospitalized after a man allegedly became infuriated about a comment insulting his penis size. Um, a witness, Casey Melendez, tells New York Times, tells New Times that what began as a lively night at the LGBTQ rooftop party in Wynwood ended up with trauma and blood-soaked trip to Jackson Memorial Hospital. Um, the confrontation began in the late night hours on November 26th when she and her group were leaving an LGBTQ white party and met up, met up outside with a friend in the arts district. Melendez told police that the friend became upset when she heard catcalls from a group of men and that the woman confronted them. Melendez says that during the verbal dispute, insults flew back and forth and one of the men derided the group's LGBTQ background. I don't know if I said that right. Suggesting that lesbians would never experience satisfying sexual intercourse. According to the police report, Melendez's friend then told another individual that he had a small penis. <laughs> prompting prompting him to to make a rude comment about the genitalia of a transgender woman in the group um it, it quickly escalated and that's when they started fighting and it says she fell to the ground hit her head on the concrete and was left unconscious in a pool of blood a fight then broke out between the group of men and a member of the injured injured woman's clique and then in the video, you see them fighting. And, like, this man is literally, like, throwing punches. Like You would think he's fighting for his life with another grown-ass man. Yeah, I posted it on my on our story, but I'll link it here, too. Um, because this is terrible. And, like, I was telling Jojo, like, not for nothing, but this is some shit that will happen to me. Like, it's yeah. like, I've been... I mean, I, I shared the story once before where I went out and a guy punched me in the face because I smacked him because he smacked my ass. And, like, these men, they really will punch you right back. Like, it's like, excuse me? You're, like, 100 more pounds than me with all this strength that you have. Um, and apparently the police is just taking forever to, like, really look into this. And it's just sad. Like, it's truly sad because it's, like, why y'all so mad and upset? It's and just then, so then, embarrassing and disgusting for a man to feel like he need to really size up a woman. Like, how do you sleep at night? Like, that's just, just you just feel like, okay, I don't get that. I don't get that men who put hands on women. And it's just funny because had that been another group of guys, 
they, that would have never happened. Oh no, that would have never happened. It wouldn't. Ha- it would not have led to that. That fight, like, so I just think that that's crazy. So crazy, it's bizarre to me. But it's just like there's really people out here like that, and the fact that something is just like somebody's lifestyle or somebody's just just being in yeah. their own lane and just minding their business like could bother someone else so much. I think what makes me more upset too is the fact that we live in such an era of bystanders. If you see something wrong that's life-threatening to another human being, regardless of whether or not you know them, do something, take action. Why do we why do we watch these things and record them on our phones to like live and see the shit happening in front of us and do nothing? I get the whole I want to stay out of it, my my business, it's not none of my. But it's just like if that were you in the street, wouldn't you want people that's actively in you? the area to help you? Like that's your life. Like so I just think, you know, that we see it every day. We see it on social media constantly, just the bystanding. And it's just like, we got to stop. We got to help. Help. Call, you know, call the necessary people that need to come, you know, um, police or medical um, personnel to to you know, pull up for these people. You need to speak up. To, stop it. I'm not saying you need to get involved violently. Yeah. But I'm saying you could step in and be like, hey, this is wrong. Right. De-escalate the situation before it gets to the point where they're physically fighting. You understand? Yeah. Like, there's steps. Like, you hear these people arguing, you could, like, mediate it from there. Um, but I just think that's crazy. We just got to, we just got to, you know, I don't know. We just have to... <sighs> Just be more considerate of one another's safety. Yeah. Because it's just like, what's the point? What's the point of going outside, really, at this point? Truly. I don't know, but I'm very sorry to those people that it happened to. I truly hope that, you know, you find your sense of security and peace and it's all restored at some point. So let's get into today's episode. Okay, so... We want to talk about the new year in this episode. Definitely not really gay related. (laughs) Um, But we want to just reflect on the new year and, I mean, the past year and how we want, like, our new year to be like. Um, Any goals or, you know, anything that we want to accomplish. Um, So I had a question for you. What do you think were your biggest accomplishments this past year? Personally or like professionally or in the podcast? <laughs> why why? Why do you do that? There there has because, to be an like, accomplishment. What was the accomplishment? I don't There has to be one. I cannot recall a single accomplishment. Oh, okay. I got one accomplishment. I paid my car off. Look at That's that. It. That's a big deal. That's it. I am car payment free. However, it doesn't feel like it because my f- insurance skyrocketed. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess that's it. A win is a win. A win is a win, yeah. I mean, I, you know, 
you know, gratitude is a big thing for me. But when I tell you <laughs> this year, to be honest, I don't even remember the beginning half of this year. <laughs> and then I just remember where it went turmoil. And it's just been like after that. Yeah. Um, but all in all, you know, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Find the good in what you can. Yeah. But yeah, I paid my car off. So I think that that was an accomplishment for me. Yeah, that's a big deal. How about you? Um, I got a new job. Feel like You've I'm, had like two. I'll be saying that in, every in, year. In every an entire year. year. <laughs> In, in a whole year, you've had two jobs. Oh, yeah. This past year, I had two jobs. Yeah. So I, I got a job in marketing. And then with that experience, I got another job in marketing as well, but doing something that I like, which is influencer marketing. So that's an accomplishment. And I passed my real estate exam. Wow. That's two things. Watch out, y'all. I can't say that I'm a real estate agent yet because I need to like sign with a broker and stuff. Mm-hmm. But watch out. If you need a house, call me in New Jersey only. Um, but <laughs> not, not that as the reason why I did it was because people can discriminate against you if you're gay when it comes to buying a house. They can't discriminate you if you're like for your ethnicity or like religion or anything like that. But when it comes to your sexuality, they can baffling to me baffling but if somebody doesn't want to sell you a house because you're gay they can be like no yeah decline your offer um so yeah that's one reason why i was so i don't know like that was stressing me out a lot so i'm happy that that's over and done with facts truly um is that it is that all the accomplishment you feel like you've had professionally Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like with the podcast, I think there's been, um, accomplishments with the podcast. Like we were able to, we're like at 26,000 followers on Instagram now. Oh, that's valid. So, I mean, followers isn't the, isn't like everything, but we made a huge jump in the past few months. Like we went from like 6,000 to like 26,000 in like three months, which is crazy. And that's on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. TikTok is still like a little bit. I mean, it's at one fourteen thousand or something like that. But um, I think that's an accomplishment. I think it just puts ourselves out there, and more people are able to like know who we are and listen to the podcast. And yeah, word. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thank you. Um, what a question that I have. Um, what challenges did you face? What challenges? Or any obstacles or things that you just felt like was in the way in that time you were going through, like, achieving those accomplishments? There were so many challenges. Like, nah, this year has been rough. Mm -hmm. Like, rough. I feel like it hasn't really been anybody's, like, go-to year. Yeah, like, I feel like maybe, I mean... Even for others, like, I know it's been a, a rough year, and, like, I don't know what's in the air, but mm-hmm. I don't know what's in the water. Um, but just, like, I don't know. It's it's a – it wasn't giving. I mean, we ha- we've, we've been able to travel this year, so that's always, like, a plus. Like, we went to Cali. We met a lot of people there. 
we went to Colombia. So like it was a good year in regarding like traveling and experiencing new things. Um, but challenges, like I feel like my mental health and my physical health was terrible. When you're trying to juggle so many things with work and like school and then like social media and like the podcast, like it was like there was so much going on that I feel like it was it was too much for me. And then working past eight hours a day, that was also tragic, like working more than 40 hours a week. Um, it's like yeah, that was such a transition for you from that job that you had into the job yeah. that you have now. Right. And it was all within like, what, a six month period that Literally. you had the first job and then moved into the next job. And it was like, yeah, you wanted that second job. But boy, the difference, the 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 time and like, you know, work difference, like mm-hmm. workload difference, because she used to in the job she had previously, she would like be on the move while she's at work. Like all the girl had to do was have her phone on. Like I don't, and and she wasn't doing nothing is my point. Like she would be on the treadmill walking. She'd be busting moves, you know, doing errands and all these things. And then I had one of those work from home jobs where it was like, you could really be chilling. Like, and then now I have a work from home job where I'm not chilling. She not eating. I'm not chilling. She I'm not, not ch- I don't got time to eat. I don't she have even time going to-, to the bathroom. I'm like, <laughs> like, it's like really busy. Yeah. Really, really busy. And it's like, sometimes you really got to watch what you wish for or pray for mm-hmm. because things aren't as pretty as they seem. And like, I'm still giving things the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, I can't just keep moving on from job to job either too, you know? And like, if I want to go somewhere, I have to stay here and be loyal, even though I'm not loyal to jobs. But um, yeah, definitely a, a change of pace. And like, what what annoys me so much about like life <laughs> is like, it's like, this capitalism shit where it's like work takes over so much of our time and like it revolves like our our life literally revolves around it like we wake up and it's like straight to work or like we wake up and i don't know it's just like everything we do is like revolving around work and like then we have to find time for like our hobbies and like things that we actually enjoy and it's hard when you're so mentally or physically exhausted from working 40 hours a week and then it gets dark at 5 p.m. Like, mm-hmm. and th- by, the time I, by the time I'm done with work, it's dark outside. Where am I going to go? And, yeah. and it's cold. Like, it's like, really like, and it's like a cycle where you just, every day, we're doing the same thing every day, every day, every day, every day. And like, I want to get into the habit of like, having a morning routine and I know that we do it sometimes but like doing that more often because it's like I don't want to wake up and the first thing that I'm doing is rushing to eat and then and then go to work no I want to do what I want to do I want to read a book or I want to like work out and like have some me time before I'm rushing to log into slack to see these messages that y'all beasting for you know like it's like (sighs) so that's like a change that I want to do in the new year and i mean not even the new year just a change like yeah. just being more proactive about like 
my time and being selfish was like, no, this is what I want to do. And then work comes second. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we live in this world and this society where it's like work, 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 work. We need money. We need money. We need money. (sighs) So annoying. I feel like I'm always going on rants like this. (laughs) At least like (laughs) once a month. Um, All right. What did you learn yourself? What did... Wow. What? What did you learn yourself? What did you learn about yourself in the past year? I don't know. Um, you don't know. What did I learn about myself in the past year? Um... I guess that I don't know I don't know I don't feel like I hate to say it but not that you don't like progress or anything in those times I don't know I just feel like this year was just a very plateau year for me and I think I'm in my process of learning things about myself um, but I don't know. I just kind of feel like my year was a little chaotic and like all over the place. So it's like, did you look at, um, so every year I like to do like a new year's resolution list. Mm-hmm. Did you look at your list? I see? deleted that shit. You deleted, I deleted it? That shit. Why would you do that? Girl. Why would you do that? No, dead ass. Cause I was like, man, fuck this list. Nah, no, to be ass. honest, Why I had started that? that list though, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like in depth. I was doing it. Um, I think that's when we decided to like do month it. Month by month. Yeah, month for month. Uh-huh. And I had it for like the first three months. And then once I literally got to the point where I paid my car off, I was just like, all right. And I, I never continued the trend of like month per month. What was my goal? Um, and I think like it's that's okay. where everything it's okay went if you to don't shit. like if if you don't if it's okay if you don't check everything off the list. Yeah, but it was it was getting to a point where it was like I was so all over the place mentally that I wasn't in a mind frame or a place of like where I could continue the, you know, the month per month. Yeah. Like this is what I want to achieve. This is what I want um, to do more of. That's well, we've never done the month per month thing. And for people who are. No, that's what we were starting with. For people who don't get it though, it's like, so, you know, you have a list or whatever. The way we did it, though, it's like we were like, okay, so January, we want to focus on health. So, like, we want to, like, go to the gym, eat healthier, things like yeah. that. February, we want to focus on finances. So, we want to, like, budget, things like that. And it didn't work out like that. However, I feel like I still accomplished some things. It just wasn't in that month. Um, So, I accomplished some things and... The things that I did not accomplish were related to fitness and health and then finance and mental health, which is like truly top three most important things. Truly. Um, I said that I wanted to do more reading, meditation or therapy. And I didn't do any therapy. I did do some meditation and I did do some reading, but it wasn't consistent. Like, I'm not doing it every single day. And I feel like even 10 minutes a day is helpful. Like, you can find 10 minutes a day to read a chapter or something. 
Um, and then with fitness and health, I also said that I wanted to start going to sleep at 11 p.m. <laughs> and working out at least four times a week. I was on a roll. Like, I was on a roll when the year started. I was walking. I was walking 10,000 steps a day. Like, I was doing my thing. And then as soon as life started getting busy, I was just, like, so physically and mentally exhausted that I could not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there, I don't know. I feel like there was some lessons for you learned this year, even though you don't see it. I would say that I... I learned that I give way too much of myself. Jojo is a people pleaser, y'all. I give way too much of myself. And sometimes not everybody deserves it. Mm -hmm. And it's just... Like, I can't... I can't... It doesn't matter what I do, like... You can't please everyone. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And it's just like, that's fine, like... It is what it is. All you can do is try and, you know, you just can't fold for everybody or form into this person for everyone to be comfortable. I think I'm always putting other people's comfortability first and then I'm, and like, I'm more willing to be uncomfortable for other people to be comfortable. Um, and I, I don't... Why do you think you're a people pleaser? Blame it on my dad. <laughs> Really? Nah, me and him, me and him have talked about it, and I told him I was like, "Yeah, we're kind of the same person in that way." Because my dad's definitely a people pleaser, but it's just like, I don't know. I guess it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer of why I'm like that. I'm just a person who always wants to be in good company and have a good time, and I feel like, you know. Where I like to think that I have this, like me, again, giving people that sense of comfort and me taking the uncomfortability from, you know, from them Mm -hmm. will make, you know, good times or good vibes and things happen. But I just realized some people, you just can't fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Like, it just doesn't work. So, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I've learned to just kind of back off and, like tell myself that I need to relax do for me and my own and just let people be their own person and take care of themselves yeah yeah I feel like um you gotta have some boundaries sure it's really what it is and people hate boundaries because then you're looked at as like this mean person, this standoff person, this like strict person. But it's like, I mean, I was a people pleaser too before, but I feel like I just started putting my foot down. Like, no, we're not doing that. Um, but yeah. What, what do you feel like you learned? What did I learn? I feel like I learned that when your mental when your mental health and your physical health isn't good, like you can't be good in totality. Like you can't like it affects your personal relationships, your romantic relationships, like it truly affects everything. So I feel like there was a point where my health was truly terrible. Like 
I couldn't eat anything. Like my stomach was hurting. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, and that started affecting my mental health. And then I couldn't sleep. Like when I tell y'all, like I have never felt like that before. Like and the whole not sleeping thing, like even Jojo knows, like I don't have trouble falling asleep. And there was times where I would wake up at 4 or 5 a.m. and couldn't go back to sleep. And my mind was just like thinking and just thinking about things, thinking about work, just thinking about everything. And then I would wake up when when it was time to wake up to, to go to work or whatever. And I was so exhausted. I'm like, how do people do this? Like, you need a good night rest. <laughs> it affects your it affects your whole day after that. Then I'm cranky and annoyed and then I have a headache and I'm dealing with annoying people at work and like it just puts you in a bad mood. And then when you're in a bad mood, then you start treating people like shit and like you don't want to, but it's like you're just in a bad mood. Um, So I feel like I, I feel like after that experience with like my Crohn's disease and all of that, I was like, I really got to take care of myself. Like my health comes first more than anything else because if i'm not good like i can't like i can't function so not even like not in a sense of like oh i gotta start working out every day but it's like everything like having having a meal or having a good meal like eating (laughs) um like i really gotta pay attention to that yeah um I mean, what what has brought you the most joy this year, you think? Colombia. Oh, vacations? <laughs> no, Colombia. Okay, why Colombia? I, I don't know. It was just, I think, one, to be able to have taken that trip with, like, your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was not your whole family, but, like, your sisters. Um, it was nice. I think that that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, being as though, like, your family isn't so close to us, uh, I I don't have the opportunity to really, like, interact or connect with them. Mm-hmm. So, any chance that I can get, just like when we, we celebrated, you know, I went out there for New Year's last year. Like, that that trip alone mm-hmm. was, like, big for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, that's kind of how it was at Columbia. And Columbia was beautiful. Everything about it was beautiful. The experience that we had there in terms of treatment from the people out there and just everything the food it was all welcoming beautiful refreshing um so I think like and and it was it's crazy because in the mix of like us taking that trip so much was happening like so much I had just um I had just left my job And that was, like, a big step, like, like, crazy-ass step for me Um, because I would have never – I was in that job for over six years, and I I knew I had ideas, and, like, the day would come where maybe I would find myself in, in, you know, taking on other opportunities where I would have to leave it. And at the time, I did have an opportunity, but the opportunity fell through – but I was still like so adamant, like I needed to leave my job at that time because like the exhaustion and the unfulfillment and the things that I was just feeling with being there, um, I just had to leave. I was already checked out. 
So I just was like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to leave with no backup. Um, and I did. And that was like the craziest thing to me. It's not that crazy. It's crazy. Okay, but I, and I don't mean that to sound like, um, I don't know, rude or whatever. But like, I feel like I'm surprised you brought it up because I've been waiting for you to bring it up. <laughs> I feel like that that was like a big of a big event in 2023. And like not every job is going to serve us. And I feel like maybe it's easy for me to say that because I've had so many, but like if these if you're not fulfilled in your job and it's affecting your mental health and like all of that and it's an unsafe environment, it's totally valid to like leave your job. But I feel like for you, it's been a struggle because people's of people's reactions to it. Some are negative and some are positive. And like I said, like it's like we we're not in this earth just to work. We're not. We didn't. We we, we weren't born just to literally work for this specific company, this government, this whatever. Like, if something isn't serving you and it's affecting your mental health and everything, it's like you gotta go. Yeah. And then we have another friend who recently left their job and like they left with no backup either and she was saying that it was really affecting her health and like i see it so often too like i one of my best friends he's an accountant he works such long hours and like his health is always like crap and i'm like it's because of it's because of your job bro like it's like you keep going to the doctor and they're not figuring out what's going on and it really is probably your job because they just want us to work 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 yeah um, but I think it's for the best, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but all in all, like, like I said, when we took that Columbia trip, it was in like a crazy transition that I was going through. And I guess it was kind of like that es- escape and like that space where I got to be in and realize like, you know, you'll be all right. Yeah. Like. Cheers to new beginnings. <laughs> yeah. And that was like right before or after you quit? That was after. Okay. After. Like a week or two after I had quit. Yeah. She was ready to move to Colombia. I was. I said, I mean, I work from home. And I was <laughs> like, I will find something. I don't know. But yeah, we, we're going back. Like we, we literally already have a flight booked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about you? What was the question? <laughs> I don't remember. At like what within this year brought you fulfillment or like the most amount of joy? I mean, going on trips is always fun, obviously. Just like experiencing new things, going outside of like what we're used to. I forgot that we also went to um Atlanta. Oh shit, we did go to Atlanta. So we we went to a lot of places. Atlanta, Atlanta, LA. LA. We took that cruise. We took a in cruise. Florida. Wow. Yeah. Look at us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, traveling is always fun for me. Like I love just experiencing new things. So that I think that has brought me the most joy too. So copying you. Hey, get your own stuff. <laughs> to piggyback off that right <laughs> um so what are your aspirations and goals for the new year personally and also for the podcast um 
first of all, when you said the first part, I immediately heard Beyonce in my head. What are your aspirations really? in life? Yeah, she's that. I don't. I don't remember what song it is, but it talks like that little voice in the background. Yeah. Um, I can give you some examples if you need help. Sure. So there's people always come up with like New Year resolutions, and these are the most of the common ones. So, health and wellness, personal development, career and education, relationships, finance, finance, um, and then like volunteering. Those are like the top ones. But what I find with like making New Year goals and stuff like that is that you have to be like really specific, because mm-hmm. then that way you'll do it. Like, I feel like when we say, like, oh, I want to, like, work out and things like that, you say that, but it's like, okay, so, but you need a workout plan. Like, what are you going to do when you get to the gym? Because it's like, you get there, and you're like, what do I do? And then you waste your hour there. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you have to be really intentional about, like, when I go to the gym, these are the workouts I'm going to do on Mondays, Tuesdays. Like, you have to plan it out. You can't just say you're going to do something because I feel like if you don't have a plan, that's that's why it doesn't stick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I would have to go with, I'm trying to remember what you even said. Um, health it and wellness. Be, it doesn't have to be in my list. I it think that anything. that's, that that's, um, that's been like an ongoing thing for me. If it seems like I've said this shit before, I'm going to say it again because clearly I have not achieved that goal. Um, and that's not even it just being, <laughs> you can get out. You could go. For those listening, I just threw my head back. What does that mean? I know what you're going to say. What? That you have to go to the gym. I'm not even... I mean, yeah, clearly I need to go to the gym. I got to get fine again. But I think... Um, I don't know if I if I said this on here, but I do... Like I feel like I've said it. This has been the most... At least that I can remember for the, the back half of this year has been the most... Tragic year. No, not even tragic. <laughs> it's just been the most vulnerable I have ever felt in a long time. Why? Like, I feel like my uh, just drowning in emotions and like just my mindset was just kind of all over the place. Uh, like, it was a lot, a lot. Um, and I have not felt that way in years. Like, I have moments where, like, I go through, you know, certain, um, I don't know, like, I I feel certain emotions. And it's like, okay, like, I, for the most part, I keep myself aware. Um, but the, the, in, the day in and day out of what I was, like, feeling and thinking and experiencing, it was just like, nah, this is crazy. Um, so I think like just finding, you know, time to like sit with myself and try things that'll like balance me mentally and like emotionally. I think that that's what I need. Mm-hmm. Traveling is great. I love it. It's always a fun time. Um, but I think, you know, that helps, but I don't think it's like the answer. I think it's more so of things that I need to put in my daily routine, everyday mm-hmm. life, where it's like, girl, go sit with yourself and do whatever. Um, 
And I guess one of those things is like the audio journal thing. So, but yeah, I would say in a sense of, yes, I want to get my physique back and lift again and like, you know, work out the way I um, used to, but also like my mental health and mm-hmm. emotional health is like the big thing because I think more than anything, not even like myself, but I think like, it makes me sad when I think about when people can tell that I'm sad or like, mm-hmm. I, like when people ask me what's wrong, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, um, recently I've been working with my family, my family owns a business, you know? So that was kind of like my fallback after I left my job. And while I love being around them again, you know, working with family is always a hit or miss. It's fun. And then some days it's not. But I think, like, I just hate to be around them. And then they sense, like, the offness of you. And and my dad's, like, been one of the, like, main people. And it's made me sad because he's kind of been in that, like, error, too, where it's, like, he's he's stressed and, like, things within our families happening. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, a lot. So, you know, I feel that energy coming off of him. And I know he feels it for me. So it's just, like... I don't like that. It's very mm-hmm. like unsettling and I just feel bad because they're not saying that you can't have like down moments, down times or like where you can't be in a space where it's like it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Um but it just like kind of just makes me sad to know like that they know that I'm in that state and they're like, "Well, what can I do?" Mm-hmm. or feel like that they can't do anything. I don't know. Yeah. Cuz they just know like I'm such a outgoing and like lively person so Mm -hmm. it's like when they don't get that it's just like well what's wrong with her yeah so yeah i guess that's my goal Mm -hmm. for the new year how are you gonna do that i don't know yet (laughs) you didn't even let me finish (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yet like i said just like taking time to myself like finding ways or or um little pockets of time throughout the day to be like okay let me do this like i recently bought a coloring book (laughs) (laughs) i bought a coloring book and some crowns and i was like you know what why can't that be a form of like therapy for me like why can't Mm -hmm. that like um i had a a time where i was like really into artistic things because i had never really tested my artistic abilities or like being into like Mm -hmm. being curious of those things and um I kind of feel like like that's what I want again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess I'm just trying to find. Obviously, this podcast shows that, you know, I think this is the art in a way mm-hmm. of its own. Um, but I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to get into other things. Yeah. I don't like the idea of being comfortable. I feel like this year has been a very comfortable and uncomfortable season for me. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what steps I'm going to do. And that means I just gotta get into some shit yeah i'm sure you'll figure it out yeah i'm good at figuring things out i'm not worried for you thank you (laughs) what's your goals aspirations for this 2024 year um you're going in it in the job that you wanted even though it's kind of been a headache for you but you're going in it as a licensed 
real estate agents. Yeah, so you know, like you got two, some good things. Two jobs, no big deal. Um, I, I don't want it to always be about work, but I will hope that in the new year, I will get a promotion based on all the work that I've done in the short amount of time that I've been there. And I would hope that I get some experience or a lot of experience in real estate. And I'm really getting into it to really like help people find homes. And like my family doesn't never own a home. My parents want to buy a home. So like I know that for some people, the process is so overwhelming. They don't even know where to start. And like, I mean, granted, I, I haven't bought one either. But like I know the steps that you have to take to buy one. And just like being able to probably help someone find a home, like I hope that I'm able to do that within the first year. It's definitely hard for agents who don't do it full time. Um, but yeah, I want to make a difference in that aspect and grow maybe a social media channel from that. Um, social media is tricky because, I mean, it's it's a hit or miss. I feel like you just never know. Um, what's gonna go off or what's gonna go viral or whatever the case is but yeah truly doesn't hurt to try and that's really the only way to put yourself out there nowadays um but yeah that in that aspect and then i i feel like i i don't know how to say it but like i want our relationship to grow and maybe we start going to couples therapy or something like that like i feel like that's needed just because of all the personal stuff that we're going through, um, it'll be nice to like just got have that experience. And like we've said before, therapy, like you shouldn't wait until it's like the relationship, it's like at its last straw to go to therapy. Like I feel like it's something that you should just discover and like just grow together more because I feel like since we've had so much going on personally, it's like we're just like slowly on two other ends of the room, slowly going apart just because it's like we have so much going on. Yeah. Um, both professionally and both personally too. Yeah. Um, so I hope, I hope that we can do that. And being open to like new experiences and new things and like in the next couple of weeks there's going to be a lot of changes so trying to stay positive through all the chaos i feel like it's really gonna make or break us (laughs) it's yeah it's like it's one of those things where you just don't know what's gonna happen but yeah lord when you have new beginnings and like your whole everything changes like your schedule, your like your day to day, like where you're driving and where you're coming back, like your whole routine changes, like that's a big deal. So like our routine's about to change. Um, so I just hope that we remain positive throughout all of it and like just like remember like remind each other that we have each other. Facts. Oh, and with the podcast, of course. <laughs> Good for you, because, girl, I love y'all, and I love this platform, but I feel like you keep adding, like, oh, and then the podcast, and and I'm like, oh, shit, I mean, listen, I'm, 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 
I guess I'm I'm working no. on my not people pleasing because I'm just talking about myself. I'm, I'm just hoping to, you know, stay above water. Mm-hmm. So, but obviously, you know, when, when we're at that comfortable space where, like you said, we've ran through the, the things that we're about to go through, um, we are able to come back and get back to what we've been doing with this pod. Right. Um, obviously this has been a really good outlet and space and place for a lot of people to turn to. And that was the whole reason why, you know, I was interested in starting this, you know? Um, so I don't want you guys to feel like, Oh, you know, they're leaving us or like give it up on us because that is not at all. Um, the plan no you care about the podcast i I feel like right now in this episode obviously it's more personal but jojo like if it wasn't for her like this podcast we would have stopped it a while ago not gonna lie to you like she was putting in a lot of work when i couldn't put it in like it was like i was giving 10 percent, and she was giving 90 um i was doing what i could when it came to social media but like with coming up with topics doing research like, I was not contributing because I would truly did not have the time. And, like, I was studying before and after work to for this real estate exam. My days were crazy where I was like, I truly don't have time. Um, and you stepped up and you did a lot of research. Like, you you did a lot of the outlines. Like, I feel like when even when I did it, it was, like, on some last-minute shit. Um, so if it weren't for you, like, we would have... I guess in a sense, you guys are kind of like my therapy then. Yeah. Because then I feel like I'm like, this is a time that we knew we were going to record or that we had to record. We had to, you know, give hmm. what we've, you know, promised to give. Um, and I guess I just saw it as the opportunity for me to, yeah, you know, speak out. I don't That's true. fucking know, but... That's true. I, I think about it like that. But yeah, I guess this was in a sense like my outlet mm-hmm. um, because it was also co- open. Like some of the conversations that we did have yeah. opened up conversations for us. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like, a, oh, well, let's bring this up, you know, because it's, you know, I don't know. It was just like, I think it played a part for right. us too. So yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> so, yeah. If it weren't for you, I don't know what it would be. Um, yeah. Do you want to get into the family meeting? Yay, yay, yay. Let's do it. Last family meeting of the year. Let's see what this, this craziness is about. All right, first question. My wife and I, both femmes, have been together for four years. Over the years, I've realized I initiated everything. Kisses, dates, and sex. In the past six months, she has gained 40 pounds and refuses to exercise with me or by herself. Between her lack of effort to initiate and her recent weight gain, I am not as physically or emotionally attracted to her. I've expressed all of this to her multiple times, but nothing has changed. I'm trying to be supportive, but I feel like I give more effort than I, I feel like I give more effort than I get. She doesn't work and we don't have kids. So there should, 
be no excuse, right? I love my wife, but something has to change. Any advice? She doesn't work. <laughs> That's what you hear. <laughs> what you doing all day? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, oof. First of all, I don't like, um, I guess just like in general, because I've been in a position to where it was like, I had a partner who's told me like, oh, you gained weight, you know, type shit. That's not easy to hear. Um, it's, it, it's, it's like when you're the person who's in that state of like, you know, your body has changed, that you've put on some weight, that you're like, you're already in this uncomfortable state. And, you know, when your partner is the one telling you, it's like already a lot of weight to bury i mean to to bear to know like bitch i already know that i'm fat and now you telling me that i'm fat it's like okay okay well let's really talk about it then like because what you think you're 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 a fucking star like you get defensive and you're already like heard about it um but it's valid like it's i don't know how you did it but Cause I would have been like, fuck, that's how I'm about to tell her this right now. Um, but obviously you care. Like you said, it's your wife. You want her to be healthy. I'm sure it's not just the whole like, oh, well, you're not looking as good as you used to. Um, that plays a role in a lot of things. Um, but the lack of like initiation and like, um, how you say it? Like reciprocating effort. the energy mm-hmm. and the effort, yeah, that shit. No, nah. no. Now we're doing. Now it's too much. You can't. You can't be. No, nah, fucking up in all these ways. And I don't want to say it's fucking up. Like, if my girl eating healthy, my girl eating healthy. Like it is what it is. Nobody's gonna work out for her unless she wants to do it herself. Like I can't force her to do that. Yeah. But like, for you not to be able to, you know, play the part in all you know, in, in these different areas, it's just like, damn, I think what makes me mad more is like the not reciprocating the energy or the initiation. Like, honestly, I'm an initiator and I, I mean, I love that for me. Like, um, but like when you don't, I, I feel like when you're in certain areas, areas, where you don't get that back, just like the thought, like, oh, I mean, I don't, you don't have to initiate, but it's just like sometimes the consideration can go a long way. Um, That can like definitely play a part because then I just think like when that shit's not reciprocated, like you, you feel like you're not yeah, attractive or like, oh, well then clearly like it just makes you question a lot about yourself. I think when it's like you're dismissed or don't receive that back. So I think that that shit will bother me more um, than the whole like weight gain thing. I agree. I feel like if you take the story and just like remove the 40 pounds that she gained in six months and the fact that she doesn't work, um, you're just like, what's happening here? Like you, you, you're checked out of the relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. I would ask questions regarding, like, how are you doing mentally? Like, how's your mental health? Because obviously, like, when people gain weight, they could be stressed. Like, they could be on certain meds who make them gain weight. Like, if they're, like, on birth control or something like that. 
Um, so yeah, weight fluctuates. Our body fluctuates, but like the effort and shit. Yeah. But I would I would ask her like how she's doing mentally and like if she's okay, like because your partner could really be going through something and you have no idea. Like some people are really good at hiding things. Um and try to figure it out, like what's going on there. And if that like if, if there's nothing going on, then it's like are we mutually agreeing to break up? Because it's like you clearly are checked out of the relationship. Nothing to do with like how she looks physically, but it, like Jojo said, like there's just no effort. And you guys have been together for four years and maybe she's just getting comfortable and she's just like whatever about it. But you got to tell her like, I'm, I mean, I'm not okay with that. The fact that I'm always initiating everything. And I mean, you've communicated to this, like you've, you say you've communicated this already to her. So, which is even more frustrating to be like, I've communicated it time and time and there's nothing there's no there's no sense or bit of a change or like just no effort like i don't know that's just fucking stressful i forgot that this is your wife so you just can't break up obviously yeah uh, (laughs) i mean but you also want to give her every opportunity to Uh to like you know take it upon herself and like you said you know take the initiation and like play the part you want to exert every possible, yeah. you know, option that you have to know that, like, I did everything that I can do for, you know, t- for us to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read something actually on Instagram earlier that was basically saying, like, relationships don't just end off one big thing. Like, most times it's the rejection of, like, the little things. Like, it's not – it's the – not getting the effort or the not initiating from time to time. Like it's the little things that add up mm-hmm. and then it becomes like, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't just breakups don't just happen out of nowhere and just yeah. it's not always usually for one thing. Oh, for sure. It's a bunch of little things. Right. A bunch of little things. And that's where the awareness <clears throat> comes in and knowing, like, having those meetings and sit-downs with your partner to be like, yo, what we doing? Right. Like, what's up? Are you good? Okay. If you're good, then how do you feel about us? Yeah. Or, like, what is it that you're not feeling good about yourself personally? Yeah. And then what is it that you're not feeling good about us? Because it's like, I need to know what we're yeah. doing here and, like, understand. Like maybe, maybe they're growing apart. Like, there's just some people in life that are just, like... They're okay with, like, the bare minimum, and they're okay with, like, a simple life. And, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, you said, I mean, she also doesn't work. Like, what are your aspirations in life? Like, what what are you – you don't have kids either. Do you want kids? Like, it's like what – some people are just live a life where it's like, I just want to be low-key, and, like, I just want to be home and chill. Like, I'm a homebody, and – and it's like, I, it sounds like you're just more, I don't know, like you're just more active. And maybe she's just not like that. And maybe you guys are just growing apart. Last question. Okay. I've been dating a 20, I've been dating a 28 year old woman for almost two years now. She has a girly best friend that she has hooked up with before and had sex with in the past. This past weekend, they had a cocktail party at her best friend's apartment. My girl told me that she slept in the same bed with her best friend naked because she was hot 
Every time my girl leaves her best friend's apartment, the first thing she wants to do is shower. Am I in my head and just being insecure? Please help. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Why are you sleeping with your best friend naked? That's all, weird. Let me tell you that. I've seen my friends naked. Yeah, yeah. But are you taking your clothes off and sleeping with them naked? Well, sleeping with your friend or best friend naked. It's absurd. Like, like butt-ass naked. All right, all right, like relax. Like, what is the if you're fucking hot, sleep without a comforter. You want to go sleep naked, sleep in the damn bathroom naked. No, I'm not gonna sleep in this bed with you naked. Nah, it's just that's trouble. Like, ain't no, there's no justifying that. Not saying, like, okay, obviously you could be in that bed and nothing happens, but it's just like, for what? For what? So inappropriate. For what? Like, okay, like, I don't know. The the things that people deal with and the stories that we hear, like, absolutely not. I mean, the fact that she always comes back and it's like, oh, I need to shower, like, I wouldn't think too too much of it. I mean, it's a little "Hmm, little weird. It's a little weird that you always have to shower. Yeah. But But the sleeping naked thing is just Yeah, no, I would... Yeah, I'll be done with her. But like, okay, so what do you think? Like, obviously, that butt is naked so, is no, no. no. That is like so but, inappropriate. But the but like, if you're like, oh, I'm hot and sleep in a sports bra and like, at least for like a mask uh-huh. presenting like yeah. me, where it's like, it's a, a, natural a, for a, spo- a sports bra and like boxers or whatever is fine. A sports bra and like shorts is fine. Mm-hmm. If you're that hot that you don't got AC, and right, you, right, right, right. You live in El Campo and there's like like. The fuck put the fucking fan on and they see what you talking about being hot. It's 2023. Figure it out. Um <laughs> so weird. Yeah, but ass naked ain't ain't gonna fly for me. No, that's so inappropriate. Like if I were to hear that, I would be like, yeah, no. That's like you're cheating on me. <laughs> you're, okay. You're telling me that you're cheating on me. Uh, <laughs> here we go <laughs> cheating i mean just don't fucking do it it's, it's common sense weird. like i don't have to sleep in the fucking thing you must be drunk off your ass and and this girl <laughs> must have just slipped in and you didn't know for you to get away with it but i'm it's you a know cocktail party yeah. it was a cocktail party i don't know that's it it's just a fucking no like have some have some common sense that girl getting in that bed naked sleep your ass on the floor you had sex with her before like you you can't. Oh, trust I forgot her. about that. That's oh, what I'm saying, girl. What yeah, is going no, on here? No, no, come on, come on. Let's just have some fucking sense. Y'all making me look bad. So tragic. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, this was it. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Please, please, please give us some ratings on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. Um, and we hope to uh, be back soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deuce, deuce, mother goose. Bye.